And joining me on the phone now, all the way from Michigan in the USA, are the Distorted Wolf. Hello, guys. Hey. Hello. How Howdy. you doing? Hey. And I think, and I think we've got the full band. We've got all four of you together uh, here uh, live on air. Yes. Yes, you do. Okay, yep. so. Um, if you just, we've got Andy, uh, two Matts, Matt Hoffman who plays bass. We've got Matt Miller who's on guitars and vocals, and also uh, a new drummer. Well, not so new, maybe. We've got uh, Con Connor Pell as well. Um, I suppose you get asked this question a lot, guys. But uh, the Distorted Walks, where did that name come from? <laughs> who wants to take that that question? <laughs> uh, well, it was when we were recording our first album that uh, our drummer at the time, Cody Marchek. Uh, described uh one of our songs uh the song special as a distorted waltz and that was just kind of like an epiphany moment where we're like hey you know that works as a band name too because we hadn't decided anything at that point yeah we went into the recording studio not having a name and um he happened to and so the whole time we were recording we were thinking of names and he happened to describe the song which was a very heavy song in six eight time as a distorted waltz and we're like you know what We'll just, that'll be the name. <laughs> and we just picked it. Okay, the first album was recorded in um, 2015, I do believe, yeah? 2012. Uh, was, it, was it 2012? Yeah, yeah it was yeah, 2012. It was. I'm, looking, I'm looking here. Um, so how did you all get together? How did you all meet? Well, me and, uh, me and Matt Hoffman have been playing um, in like, you know, we, we grew up together in school. We were in the same like unit in marching band. We both played, um, uh, the mellophone and, you know, now, hold, hold on, them, hold but, on, know, hold on. What's the mellophone? It's, <laughs> it's the marching version of a French horn. Okay. All right. Got that. So, so I would, I would always, uh, bug him to, you know, be in garage bands, be in garage bands. And we just happened to, always do it and we 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 ended up you know forming a preliminary band with um the distorted waltz's first drummer when we were in high school and we'd play around and um we just decided um when when we were in college that we we wanted to just try to make a record because we enjoyed playing with each other and um eventually matt miller came in he is the younger brother of one of my very close friends and he had always played guitar so i just kind of roped him in when we started performing live and needed another guitar player and connor we met through a uh uh like a, a mutual friend who's also a musician and i were i recorded their band and we stole him from that band <laughs> <laughs> so it's been a it's been a long path to get to you know this this personnel and everything and then but yeah it really started out of me and uh me and matt and our garage bands and then you met the other matt matt miller guitar and vocals again Right. Yeah, Matt Miller, I have known for most of my life. He was the uh, the younger brother of like a good friend of mine, and uh, and I I had always you know I'd come over and I'd show him guitar and we'd play the guitar a little bit and all that. And when we needed a second guitar player, we, he made sense to bring in, and he did. And I understand Matt takes part in the uh, songwriting as well. Yes, he does. So from yeah. there on, for that was the first album. So with with then on to the second album. Did was Connor with you on the second album? <laughs> That's a long story. <laughs> Connor, you want to you want to take this one? Well, I mean, I was there for part of the recording of the second album after Cody left, um, and I 
played with you guys for a while while we were just you know playing around the state and uh, 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 doing recording. And then I don't remember. I left the band to go pursue some other bands, and then I think we ended up just scrapping all the stuff I recorded with you guys, and you ended up using uh, the previous drummer, Cody Mircheck, for the the studio recording. And they yeah. got a, your third drummer, uh, Sam Shaw. And then uh, I guess I'm just back in the band again. <laughs> I don't know how that happens. Okay, um, we're going to play a track now from the second album. We'll skip the first album, although I do think the first album was rather good, but we decided on three tunes. Uh, two new ones coming up later, but this is from the the second album, and it's called Sarah, Black and White, in, in brackets. Uh, is it about anything special? Yeah, I'll tell the backstory of this song. Um, so my, uh, my mother's from Pennsylvania, which is, you know, um, so I was, uh, I was going to Pennsylvania to attend the wedding of my uncle. And it was in this little old church and the, the communities there are, you know, very old. So they have timelines and a lot of photographs and stuff from the earliest, early 20th century and late, you know, 19th century. And there was pictures of this little class of, of, you know, like the school children, the, the Sunday school children. And, um, they had like photographs of each of the the years. And it was something from the early, uh, 20th century where I was just really, uh, there was one particular girl in this like, um, group of school children who kind of had like a Mona Lisa look about her where she was just, you know, like her eyes just like, you know, burned India. And, um, I just, you know, I spent a long time just thinking, you know, like, you know, about the fact that she had an entire lifetime that I'll never know or understand. We never, we'll never meet, but she's still just because of this photograph that probably didn't mean much to her, you know, kind of like struck me in a way that, you know, affected my life. So it's all about just thinking about this uh, this woman's life. Did you write it by yourself, or did anybody else sort of chip in and 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 help with the song? This one's pretty much this one was pretty much all me. But Matt Miller came up with a very nice organ melody that plays uh, heavily in the song. Okay, so so we hear the tune now. This is a distorted waltz and a Sarah, black and white.
that's the Distorted Waltz from their uh, second album called Beautiful Monsters and uh, a tune that's uh, that's actually called uh, Sarah Black and White. And uh, we're speaking to the guys now. They're over in Michigan in uh, the USA. Let's chat to uh, Matt Hoffman, the bass player and backing vocals. Who we have, I don't think we've spoken to yet. Hello, Matt. Hi, how are you? Doing good. How about yourself? <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm fine. What, what would you say um, the band's influences or your personal influences in, in, in music? Uh... For me, uh, my biggest influence musically has always been anything that Chris Cornell had ever done. Uh, it was my big like awakening moment as a musician that made me want to pick up the craft, so to speak. So, yeah. Um, yeah, really anything by Chris Cornell. Audio Slave, Soundgarden, Solo Material, Temple of the Dog, any of that stuff just is where I wanted to pull my inspiration from. And the other guys, Matt, Mr. Miller, Matt, what do you think that what are, you, what are your influences? What do you sort of like listening to when you're not in the band? Um, I uh, I think my musical tastes have changed a lot since I joined the band um, because I was definitely the younger one um, at the time, so I was into a lot of things that were newer and more hip at the time. And and one band that really stuck out to me, I think, uh, when I first joined was um, the Black Keys. And I really enjoyed the uh, the really raw tone of just the two piece band, uh, how they started off and a lot of their songs. And and I, you know, so when I first started playing guitar, I learned a lot of their tunes and would play them. So that was a band that really kicked it off for me. I watched quite a few of your uh, videos on YouTube, Matt. They're quite on, on Facebook. They're quite interesting. You just sort of jamming along with just playing guitar. It's uh, it's quite interesting to watch. Uh, do you enjoy doing those? Oh yeah, definitely. It's um, it. I like. Uh, I, I have a hard time making time to go out and and play a solo act at a bar or something like that. So I just make that my excuse. I'll just pull out my. Uh, I'll learn a new song today, and then I'll I'll pull out my camera and I'll record a little tune and upload it to Facebook. And you know, it's it's just kind of a a fun little activity to do when I have some extra time during the day. And Mr. Connor Pell, Mr. Pell, what's uh, anything, your influences, drumming-wise or uh, music-wise, music really, I suppose? Uh, probably, I'd say Bill Bruford from uh, King Crimson and Yes. Okay, probably. okay. I, I remember seeing Yes with him, him playing drums, actually. Yeah, he's, he's quite good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd say probably Nico McBrain of Iron Maiden, uh, Bron Daler of the metal band Mastodon, uh, Gavin Harrison of Porcupine Tree, um, probably say Steve Gadd. Um, yep. Lately, I've been listening to Primus too. So after me and uh, Andy went and saw Primus and Mastodon in concert. Oh yeah, yeah, that was great. All the good, <laughs> all the good drummers then. And Andy, finally, um, your influences. Um, I, I'm really, I, I guess I gravitate more to like singer songwriter. Like I, uh, I'm big. I Neil Young was a very big influence for me. Yeah, like in my formative years. Pink Floyd was very important to me, um, and I've been getting a lot into like Joni Mitchell, and um, some of you know, a lot of uh, Nico Case is a huge influence of mine. And um, on the other side of the coin, from singer songwriters, I was very very influenced by '90s grunge and alternative rock. So Alice in Chains and Soundgarden 
um, those were very big influences of mine as well. So kind of <laughs> two extremes. So, so after all that, how would you describe your the Distorted Waltz's music? How would that? How would you describe that? It's difficult to describe because it's been so eclectic. Um, but one thing I like about this third record we're working on is we are kind of gravitating towards a sound that is consistent, and I'm very happy about that. So I would describe the Distorted Waltz. Um, basically, it's what it's what post grunge should be, <laughs> instead of uh, turning in instead of turning into butt rock um, <laughs> and like bad bands like Creed. Um, I think we really channel a lot of of grunge and um, 90s, like alt rock and kind of build off of that and kind of um, uh, we throw in a lot of like experimental and progressive elements. But really, I think our foundation is is rooted in grunge. OK, you said you're on to your third album. So the first album was 2012, then 2014. It's now 2018. Why the distance? Is it just awkward to get all the uh, all of you together or or what? what why the, the, the you gone? <laughs> We grew up. <laughs> we got <laughs> jobs. We uh, school. I uh, I live um, a, a significant um, distance away from the rest of the guys, so we can't just you know go get together on a Wednesday and jam. So you know, li- life gets more complicated as you get old, and it's that's really been it. And it's tough because I uh, I do a lot of writing in my profession, um, and uh, it's tough to come home from a day of writing and you know, relax and pop open a beer and go, I think I'm going to write. <laughs> okay. You know, so it's, it's tough. Yeah. So we've got a song now from uh, the up and coming fourth album, whenever that's going to be released. And um, this, this song is called more than a stone. Is that about anything again, any, about anything special? Um, more than stone is just, kind. Of, it doesn't make really a point, but it's just kind of, I, I've been, I've been frustrated with um, just extremism in politics um and just the lack of i i I don't i don't even know how to describe it just a lack of respect for process and the um the tendency for human beings to validate their own biases through anger and dismissal and just that kind of cult dynamic that you see unfortunately popping up um, throughout the world right now, and it was just kind of frustration about that. Okay, and that's really that's really what it's about. Okay, this is the brand new exclusive tune by the Distorted Waltz, and it's called "More Than a Stone."
There you go. That's uh, a brand new tune from the Distorted Waltz, and it's called More Than a Stone. Um, you can, and actually, guys, you can, by hearing that tune, the, 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 new, the new tunes, and the second one we're going to play a bit later on, you can actually see how the band's grown. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, it, it, yeah definitely. Music-wise, from from the first two albums to that particular tune, you see, you can you can see how you've actually sort of, uh, well, I wouldn't say improved, but grown is the word. I think you've actually, you know, you know, it's got better musically. Do, do, do you agree? We definitely improved too. I so I wouldn't mince words on that. <laughs> but um, we we definitely got and and that's the uh, those are the first recordings to feature Connor on the drums too. But um, I definitely became a better singer. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah and I, I think the the cohesion in the writing process uh shines through on that song also just that was a really collaborative effort on that song it started off with well, the opening riff there just something that i came up with and then it just kind of all evolved from there so, so how that was the that got everything going. How's the new album coming along? Um, how many tracks you've actually got, you sort of laid down for the new album? We have most of it written and about half, a little under half recorded. We've got, we've got four songs that uh, have been uh, tracked and recorded already. And we're working on like the, the rest of them, but most of the content has been written already. So it's just about getting together, um, which is always the big challenge and actually, you know, putting it to tape. So hopefully, I mean, I'd like to see it done by the end of the year. Okay, in time for Christmas, as everybody says. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Uh, a title for it yet or, or, or not? I'm sorry, what was that? Is there a title for the album yet or not? Not yet, no. I'm exploring ideas. Okay. Um, I know you play live. I've actually watched you a few times on, on, on YouTube and, and, and stuff like that. Do you mainly play in the uh, Bay City area of Michigan where, 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 you, where you're based or do you play uh, elsewhere when you're live? Well, I would say um, uh, lately, because of how hard it is for us to get together, we, uh, uh, we generally stick around this area, about around the Bay City, Saginaw area. Um, but we really used to um we used to play a lot more and a lot farther away um when we were first trying to get our name out there we would we would drive 100 miles to go play a show out nowhere and in the just... back of an old ford astro van yeah <laughs> <laughs> like like most bands even the even the beatles shuffled around england in a in, in a little old you know battered up van when they started so you never know mm -hmm. um so are you, are you quite popular local are you are you, are you you know are you, do, you, do you draw in the crowd so to speak Local to Bay City, we can we can bring a good crowd somewhere. Other places, not so much. But Bay City, we're pretty good. I think that that's much the same for the whole world. I think really with bands when they turn up somewhere and they're not known, actually trying to sort of you know draw in draw in the crowd. When you do play live, um, do you, do you is it all your own music or do you throw in a few covers? <laughs> Anybody want to take that? <laughs> we have we have one cover that we do right now, and our uh, our fans almost demand that we play it, and that is War Pigs by Black Sabbath. Okay, uh, yeah, all right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're actually in some spots we're more known for our War Pigs cover than we are <laughs> any of our original music. Yeah, but <laughs> that's true. It's funny that's you should. True, say, we'll be like, you're the guys, you're the, you're the guys that play War Pigs. It's funny. We, we'll uh, get that. A lot of bands, you know, do break through sometimes with just one cover that's that, that, that's that's well known, and everyone comes to season for that, and then they, you know, hear the other tunes, like the music, and then start sort of, you know, buying the albums. 
We can only hope. Yeah, fingers crossed. <laughs> so the other tune you sent through, uh, which is a, a brand new tune, is uh, Where Man and Beast Collide. Who wants to chat about that one? Uh, where Man and Beast Divide. Divide. Uh, yes, okay. Yep, divide. Yep. Sorry, carry on. And that one is, wow, where did I even start on the content of that one? Because this uh, this this record, more or less, is going to be a con. A, kind of like a concept album like i'm like writing for like like a main character and stuff and um basically this is like um coming up to the end of the record and the basic notion is this this person this character comes to the conclusion that basically all forms of human expression of like art and stuff is um just an effort to like reproduce like just a just a um like an animal instinct to find a way to reproduce and that it's like <laughs> that art is meaningless and that's that's kind of uh <laughs> the uh <laughs> the idea behind the song so it's pretty dark and pretty uh pretty nihilistic okay do you want to introduce it then you can just say to, the title introduce it? yeah just say the title just say so, um oh the title the title okay <laughs> well this song is where man and beast divide
brand new from the, the, the Distorted Waltz, and uh, that's a tune called uh, Where Man and Beast Divide. And uh, hearing those two songs, the two new ones, I can't wait to hear the album, guys. Yeah, we're excited. Yeah, so am yeah. I, so am I. Just a one quick, I'd just like to say a big thank you to, uh, to, to Matt Miller, uh, uh, first of all, because uh, you organised all this, Matt, and uh, this is the second attempt now because of the, t- the, uh, the time difference to get this all together. So uh, thanks, Matt. Well done, mate. Oh, yeah, thanks for having us. I, I've been uh, I've been really excited to uh, have us talk to you on here, and, uh, and we really appreciate the fact that you play our music on your radio station and that you support our music. So, well, ever since yeah, Colin, I, we really do appreciate that. Ever since I yeah. first heard the, the, the first album, um, and I was just sort of taken away by the, 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 by the, by the music and, and, and the sound and everything else. Then the second album, of course, and, and, and as I said before, you're progressing and progressing and progressing, but just, just to diverse from music a bit, Matt, you you keep putting little things on, on, on Facebook about your, you do it, your DIY stuff at home on your house. How's that coming along? Oh, <laughs> it's, it's coming along as fast as it can. There's always more to be done, but, you know, um, it's just one of those things of being a homeowner. I'm learning it, you know, one step at a time. So It looks quite a nice house, different to what we live in here in the UK. It, it's, it's sort of obviously very American, but it looks quite a nice house. Is it in a big area or what? Um, Bay City, it has, I think, like a population of twenty or 30,000 people. Um, 35,000 people. I don't know why I know that, but I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the unique thing about Bay City is that uh, it's a really old town, and um, my house was built in the 1870s. Yeah, it looks and, it looks the sort of style of house I quite like, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, it's a very unique town because it's uh, – most of the houses you'll find around here unless they're you know new projects that are built in new lots um are are all at least 100 years old or or close to so it's especially when you get to the downtown and i like that feeling of being close to a lot of um a lot of like you know bars and uh and restaurants and stuff like that but also having that old historical feel to it yeah, and just... you know, 1870s in America, in America, that I mean, well, in, in Europe, for a house to be that old isn't really anything like to raise your eyes. You no, know, no, not at all. Houses no. are much older there, but in America, all are, like all the houses are brand new. So when you see a house from the 1800s, it's a surprise. You're like, wow, that's an old house. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. true, true. Right. So well, enough, enough of real estate. Um, <laughs> the future plans for the, <laughs> the future plans for the band, apart from the album, any, any, any gigs, anything coming up in the future? Uh, well, let's see. We got a, a local show here in Bay City on sometime in September. I can't remember the exact date off the top of my head. Ninth. September ninth. Yeah. And then a show in Saginaw, Michigan, in October on the seventh. I think. Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what we got lined up so far. But you know, you know, if anybody wants to contact us about something, we're always open. (laughs) That was the next question. So if everybody, anybody wants to get in touch with you, the band, or uh, obviously your music, which I do recommend, the first two albums. um, How do they get in touch? The distorted waltz at gmail.com. Okay. And that's that. And they can get every, everything's there. Yep. Yep. Um, um, well, wait, uh, everything meaning, uh, 
Meaning what? Well, if they obtain <laughs> obtaining the music, if they want to sort of you know buy the CDs. Oh yes, yes, yes. Um, the the best way the best way to get our CDs and buy our music is uh the distortedwaltz.bandcamp.com. Okay. That's that's where all our stuff is. If you okay. want to get in touch with us with us, the email address. Uh, that I said earlier, the distortedwaltz at gmail.com is the best way to communicate with us directly. Okay, you never you know, because can... we do broadcast all over the world, so you never you never know who's going to get in touch. Um, <laughs> Fingers crossed. Just before we go, we've been talking about the, the, the first album, and I've got it here with me, so should we just go out on a tune from the first album? Do you think that would be a good idea? Go sure. for it. Well, do you want to pick one? Let's do Out for Blood. Okay, um, so, um, okay, so there we go. So this is the, uh, thanks guys for being on IRFM. Oh, you're Thank very you. welcome. And uh, this is a tune from their very first album, the third tune on it, and it's called Out for Blood. Sword and spear. 